10-minute stock trader takes calculated risks, understands that the treasure lies in knowing the data, doesn't guess at trading, follows their plan, doesn't blame others, takes responsibility, and knows why the market works. A 10-minute stock trader is smart. A 10-minute stock trader understands that they can make the world a better place. They spread joy to others. They follow their dreams. They build each other up. They use money as a tool, and they spend as little time trading and as much time living as possible. Welcome to the 10-Minute Trading Room, where we take the guesswork out of trading. Good morning, traders. Happy May 20th. I love, I don't think you understand how much I love web class days. It's kind of my favorite thing to do um, because we get to do this every two weeks. I think of the trading room as execution time. And I think of these web classes as education time. And uh, I literally have a stack right beside me. Oh, whoops, I just threw my pen across the room. Hang on. I have a stack. This is probably a thousand pages or more worth of books. And you can see all the tabs and notes and stuff in them. Um, this is the content that I pulled to make today's webinar web class. I am so, so, so excited to be here. If you are here, if you are excited to be here, let me know by saying hi in the chat. I don't know if you're here unless you do say hi. And I want to say hi right back to you because it is an amazing opportunity. I did see somebody and I think this is Cinny. I think this is Cinny because he's changed his name a couple times. But what I like about what he's saying here is he's everyday happy as a trader. Guess who? He's working late. Well, that's all right. Hey, listen, Cinny or, or whomever this is, I think you're going to be hitting that 7 to 10K at some point. At some point. The way the math works out, some point you'll get there, I believe so. It was Cinny. <laughs> Cinny and I were just texting over on Twitter. Mr. Let me make sure I say it right. Is it Geshank or was it Mr. G Shank? I'll call you Mr. G. I'll work with Mr. G. Mr. G, I am glad you're here. April is here. April is um, anytime you email in to support. April is our product manager and uh, media coordinator. So April is always hardworking and I really appreciate the, the work that she does. She makes my life so much easier. Donna, good to see you bright and early all the way from California. Glad you made it. Brian, good to see you all the way from the ATL. I hope work's going all right today, man. Hope you can plug this in and nobody's going to bother you today. Tyler, good to see you. Glad you're here too. Awesome. Mr. G is good. Yes. So uh, for those of you who aren't in the 10-minute trading room, my purpose in life is to spread the wealth ripple effect. And what we're doing right now is so much fun because we are um so this is my book the secret investing book it's over how many pages is this it's nearly 200 pages of uh 13 of the secrets that i learned in over a decade of trading and um this is the very first copy that came out i even wrote it on on here myself first copy january 2022 <laughs> that was really fun to me my first ever book we are taking these books and giving them away to people, right? You've probably seen it somewhere if you've come across uh, come across me, but we're giving these books away. Uh, and I just asked people to cover $6.54 to ship it. 
But the thing is, is that the members of the 10 minute trading room right now, I am so inspired for creating this wealth ripple effect that I am actually mailing. I'm paying to print and I'm paying to mail as many as our members want to them. And we are having a contest right now to see who can give the most books away, who can take the books, put them into someone else's hand and say, Hey, you know what? I care about you. I want you to be successful. Here are some of the secrets that you're going to need to know to start investing. So I'm super excited about that. So this is ongoing right now. And, um, I, it's, it's costing me a lot of money, but it gives me joy. Like it gives me a lot of joy because I know that we're spreading that wealth ripple effect. So you guys are so, so cool. Uh, checking in on the chat here, Brian, much better day. It's Friday. You know, do you guys remember that old Friday song, uh, by Rebecca black? Um, I was getting my kids ready for school this morning. It's the last Friday of school for them before they're out. And, um, I put it on, on the Alexa and, uh, my kids are like, dad, what in the world is this song? It's so bad. And I'm like, I know. And of course I'm dancing all through the house, doing my thing, totally being nerd dad. Like I do. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that today is working much better for you, my friend, Victor. I am super, super stoked. Victor, I have a trophy for you. It's not ready yet. It's almost ready. It's this close, but I have a trophy for you because Victor completed the trade domination program and we've been working on sending him a trophy. We've been working on designing it and it's this close to being done designing and I'm going to ship that out to you probably early next week, Victor. So hopefully it won't take 18 months to get to Peru, but I'm super excited for you. Okay, guys. Enough with the jibber-jabber. Before we get started, I need you to take 30 seconds to go find some pen and papers. Um, whatever pen works for you. I personally like the Bic Atlantis Exact because I like a really sharp, fine point. And, I mean, this is not a fancy pen. It's like $5 for a pack of three or something like that. Get a piece of paper and a clipboard from Office Depot or Journal or anything you want. But we will be covering a lot today. Of all webinars we've done, because we do these every other week, as you guys know, of all webinars we've done, this one was probably going to be the deepest. Like I said, I've got at least a thousand pages of content that I drew from in order to make this webinar. It's not going to be the longest, but it's going to cover a lot of theory and a lot of um, practical knowledge. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lot. So be sure you have your uh, your pen and paper ready. Darren, good to see you, my friend. Victor, you rock, my friend. April saying congratulations. Rudes. So Rudy, we call her Rudes. Rudes is uh, my graphic designer and video editor. She manages the podcast and everything. Um, I mean, she literally designed this logo. All her. She's She is top notch, let me tell you. Rudes, I'm glad you made it. Thank you. Uh, Chewy, hey, good to see you, my friend. All right. So if you guys are ready to roll... Be sure you have your pen and paper because we're going to be covering a ton, like a ton, ton, ton. In today's web class called, okay, three secrets. Let me, let me change this. I want to make sure that it's big enough where you can read it. That'll work. Okay. That'll work for now. Three secrets to wake up the millionaire trading genius inside of you. I am super stoked. I was inspired for this one from our friend Yorn and Yorn is a pilot who uh, is, is, you know what's really cool about what we do? Like 10 minute trading is not just, you know, some some sort of like uh, 
uh, clickbait. It started as clickbait. I'll be very honest with you. It started as a blog, and I was like, how can I make this blog as clickbaity as possible? I mean, I'm only trading about 10 minutes a day from an iPad I'm pulling out from my backpack under my desk when I was learning to trade. And I was like, a 10-minute stock trader sounds like a pretty sweet name. And it probably get some pretty good traffic as a, as a uh, clickbaity title. I'll roll with that. But if somebody who literally flies across the entire country on a daily basis can be successful as a trader in the limited time that he can do it, Jorn's even doing this in the air from his phone. Like he was texting me this the other day. He was taking pictures of the cockpit, sending it over to me. I was like, this is so cool, Jorn, that you can do this while holding down probably one of the most demanding jobs there is being a pilot. So I know you can do this too. And I was inspired by this because Jorn sent over his trading checklist. And let me showcase it to you real quick. Jorn sent over his trading checklist based on what he was doing or, or watching us do um, every day in the trading room. He's like, okay, I'm a pilot. I have pre-flight checks that I go through step by step. This is exactly what Chris does in the trading room. He's just following pre-flight checks. And so Jorn took what we do and he put it in his own pilot's format. And I was like, Jorn, you rock, dude. This is so cool. So I went through there yesterday. I worked on his uh, pre-flight checklist um, to help him kind of solidify it. But we're going to cover um, everything top to bottom today. Like, like today is legitimately going to be the most intensive web class we've done. So that's why I say get your pen and paper ready and we can get started. Ernie, good to see you, dude. Brian says, hey, he is not kidding. There are days when it takes us five seconds to trade, like on a transition day and there's nothing to do, there's nothing to do. And we're gonna talk about that too because sometimes being a trader is strategically holding cash. All right. So three secrets to wake up the millionaire genius inside of you. If that sounds like you're in the right place, uh, just go down below this video. There's a share button down there. The cost of admission today is to share this to somebody that you think could use it. So be sure to share this as the cost of admission. Now, legal disclaimer. <clears throat> I really enjoy these. All right. My legal disclaimer today. Um, this is fun because I get to make up stuff that makes no, no sense whatsoever. One time... While visiting, uh, while visiting Ireland, my wife and I, we stayed, this is part of the story is true. We stayed in four castle hotels throughout, uh, the Ireland, uh, Island there. It was just the most amazing experience possible. Well, while I was there, I, uh, I captured a leprechaun. I stowed him away in my luggage and, uh, every Thursday night he pops out and sprinkles just, uh, you know, magic dust upon us. And then every Friday morning, we wake up with extra money in our pocket. Uh, I once uh, was the chief scientist at NASA. It's because of me that we went to the moon in 1963, even though I wasn't born for another 23 years. And uh, Tom Brady, he keeps talking about all these Hertz Let's Go commercials. But you know what? I need to, I need to tell you something. Tom Brady... Uh, remember the time that I beat you in 17 Super Bowls? Yeah, how about it's time for you to let's go? The point that I'm trying to say it here is listen to me at your own risk. Because I'm just a guy on the internet. <laughs> but let me know if you're here in the chat and where you're from. If you haven't said hello already, please be sure to let me know that you're here. 
uh, because I want to be sure to serve you. And forgot about the webinar challenge. This is today's webinar challenge. If you are one of the 10-minute stock traders and you have uh, invited a friend, I will ship you out. I will pay for and ship this to you, the Bear Market Coffee Mug, which I am actually literally drinking from today. The webinar challenge is super easy. All you got to do is show up live and invite one of your friends and then just have your friends say, hey, Brian sent me or Victor sent me or Ernie sent me. And then I will ship you out on my dime, a bear market coffee mug, which is full of the blackest coffee in the world because that's the only way to drink it. <laughs> All right. Now, I just want to go over real quick what a 10 minute stock trader is. Okay. Let's see if I can. That's better. A 10-minute stock trader takes calculated risks. A 10-minute stock trader understands that the treasure lies in knowing the data. They do not guess at trading. They follow their plan. They do not blame others. They take responsibility. They know why the market works. A 10-minute stock trader is smart. They understand that they can make the world a better place. This is not just a trading room. This is a lifestyle. They spread joy to others. They follow their dreams. They build each other up, which you guys are doing an amazing job of already this morning. They use money as a tool, and my favorite part of all, they spend as little time trading and as much time living as possible. Oh, oh, Darren. Oh, I got to pull some Chuck Norris ones next time. I beat Chuck Norris arm wrestling twice. That is exactly right. Darren, I, thank you for inspiring me. I'm going to come back with uh, several Chuck Norrises <laughs> on the next one. April, yeah. So Rudy designed this mug. Um, I said, Roots, we need some bear market t-shirts. And then I was looking at my coffee mug that day and I'm like, it'd be really cool. A bear and bull market coffee mug. So yeah, Roots designed this. She rocks. All right. So on today's agenda, we have three sections we're going to go through. First is how one wall street legend turned 23 novice investors into overnight millionaires. Number two. The pre-flight checks that successful traders confirm before making a single trade. And number three, the key to insane profitability lies not in your winning trades, but in your losers. That one really trips people up and they don't get it, but you're going to get it today. So like I say, before we get into this, before we get into the lessons here, be sure you have your pen and paper ready to roll. This is going to get deep. This is going to get hard. But not too hard, because I don't want it to be hard for you guys. I want it to be easy. But I want you guys to, to totally, totally, totally comprehend what we're going to talk through. All right. All right, all right, all right. One last pre-flight check before we get in. Doesn't that sound awesome? And if it does, do me a favor, type yes in the chat box. And if you haven't invited somebody yet, please be sure to do so. The webinar challenge goes for as long as this is live. And I want to make sure I send out at least 15, 50 a hundred 10 minute stock trader uh, bear market mugs. And of course, as we go, please be sure to ask questions. That's incredibly, incredibly important. And if you are not already a member of the 10 minute trading room, I'm going to show you exactly how to get $5,488 worth of trading education for free because my 10 minute stock traders, they already got this. But listen, as we go, promise me that you will not use these powers for evil because once you see how to trade in 10 minutes a day. Once you become a hashtag 10 minute stock trader like we are, your life is going to change. Now, again, I'm going to show you the processes, 
but that does not guarantee you're going to be profitable. And, I, and, and this man right here, we're going to be talking a lot about him today. Richard Dennis, Richard Dennis at 29 years old had made $290 million trading. And I, I live by what he says here. I always say you could publish the rules in a newspaper and no one would follow them. The key is consistency and discipline. Think about that for a minute, right? He was ludicrously successful and he knew it. But he also knew that he could tell everybody what there is, like what we're doing right now. The key to make this work is consistency and discipline. You have to have that. Now, the world-class traders that I personally learned how to trade from, they all have one thing in common. They all have rules. They all have consistency and discipline to follow the rules. And like he says here, if you can't follow the rules, it's just not going to work. So I am going to literally give you the rules today. That's why you really are going to need your pen and paper because I'm, I'm, I'm probably giving too much away today. You're going to need your pen and paper because I'm going to give you the rules today. Now, listen, rules are boring, okay? Rules are hella boring, but rules make you money. Rules are meant to keep you out of trouble. Rules are meant to help you take the guesswork out of trading. Rules are meant to make sure that when you're flying the 737 MAX or 777 MAX, I don't know airplanes, as you're flying all the way across the country every single day, that you do exactly the right thing at the right time to make sure that nothing goes wrong. doesn't mean you're going to be profitable, but it means you're going to let your profits be as big as they can and your losses be as small as they can. So I need you to promise me one thing that you will have the consistency and discipline to follow the rules that we're going to go through. Because when you do follow these rules, you'll be trading like the greats. These are the legends that I personally learned from. Like the 1997 and 21 U.S. Investing Champion and my friend Mark Minervini. We're going to be talking a lot about Mark today. This is Larry Height, the first billion-dollar hedge fund manager, which I still pinch myself to think that I got a chance to learn from Larry Height. Market Wizard Tom Basso, Mr. Serenity, they called him. My friend and millionaire, best-selling trading author, Steve Burns. Actually, Steve gave me the idea to make my book. I kind of followed in his footsteps. Market Wizard himself, Jack Schwager. And the trend-following pioneer who created all of this, Richard Dennis. Now, I took their best lessons and I created a strategy to manage my portfolio in about 10 minutes a day. And back to Tom Basso, uh, when I was learning from him, he was like, Chris, my strategy takes about 20 minutes. I need to learn from you. And I was like, no, 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 sir. No, sir. You are the pioneer here. I'm just following in your footsteps. You laid the groundwork. I'm just walking on the sidewalk behind you. Now, my goal with this web class is to show you the only way to be successful as a trader is through 10-minute trading. And I mean that. There are so many traders in 2022 who are blowing up while our account is up this year. While our strategy is up on the year, you're seeing trader after trader, hedge fund after hedge fund, everything in the markets out there right now, just getting smashed to pieces. And the only way to do this is by learning the strategies that I'm going to teach you today and what we execute every single day in the 10-minute trading room. So in case you guys don't know who I am, my name is Christopher Yule. I was twice awarded top 100 people in finance. 
I was uh, nominated for top 100 global leaders in finance. My my podcast was in the top 10 iTunes investing podcast. I've been on TV literally hundreds of times. Um, our company, 10minstocktrader.com, was one of the 20 most innovative companies for 2020. Here's a few of the places you may have seen me on, uh, like Yahoo Finance, uh, Benzinga, uh, TD Ameritrade, all over the place. And for 2021, our returns were 172.41%. So I want you to know that it did not start this way. This is really, really important because I want to make sure that you understand that I was not at all born into trading. I grew up in a double wide mobile home in rural Texas. My parents still live there. And I went to a small college in Arkansas. I do not have an Ivy League degree. You don't need one. I did not work on Wall Street. You don't need to. And I don't have a hedge fund yet, but that is one of my life goals. I was just talking to Yorn about that yesterday. I don't have a hedge fund yet, but you can do this. I gar well, I can't guarantee anything, but I know that these rules, if you apply them correctly, if you keep your losers small and you let your winners run as far as they possibly can, mathematically, it's going to work. But you cannot, under any circumstance, think that you know more than the market. That was a hard lesson for me to learn because I thought I was outsmarting the market when really I just had to learn how to trade with what the market was telling me. So let me repeat that once more. You can't, under any circumstance, think that you know more than the market. There's a lot of people who blew up their entire account in four months in 2022 because they thought they knew more than the market. They thought, I'm gonna buy this stock as it's going up in 2021. I'm gonna hold it all through 2022 because you know what? The stock's coming back. It's a great company, it's gonna come back. It doesn't matter how great the company is, only price pays. You can't think you know more than the market because trading really is easy. I know, I know, I just lost half you right there. <laughs> it is easy when you have a proven set of rules to follow. It's just like flying a 777 MAX all the way across Canada. I have no idea how to do that because I don't know the rules. But if I did know the rules, I could walk into that cockpit and it would be easy because I would know, click, 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 clack, push this thing and boom, here we go. It's exactly the same as trading. Know the rules, execute the rules with consistency and discipline. So are you ready to learn those rules? Are you ready to learn the rules? I am ready. Let me tell you, type yes in the chat box. Tyler typed yes. Free Merco typed yes. Very, very cool. This is going to be a big one today. Like I say, get your pen and paper ready. So that was our intro. We're going to roll right into the first section in just a second here as I get a, a, a drink out of my bear market coffee mug. Be sure to get yours. All right. <clears throat> sound like I'm 12 again. All right. All right. On today's agenda. Oh, here we go. April says yes. Rude says yes. Brian says yes. Darren says yes. Let's do this thing. All right, on today's agenda, how one Wall Street legend turned 23 novice investors into overnight millionaires. Ooh, 
I love this so much. I love this so much. The year was 1983. 1983 had a lot of stuff happening. I wasn't part of it, but apparently a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> the United States invaded Granada. Ronald Reagan proposes the Strategic Defense Initiative, which I have literally no idea what that is. Mario Brothers was released on Nintendo. Uh, there were cruise missiles in Europe. The Brinks Matt warehouse robbery at Heathrow Airport took off with three tons of gold bars. I did hear about this one. Uh, let's see what else happened. The final episode of MASH airs to 125 million people. And most importantly of all, in 1983, Cabbage Patch dolls are sold in shops and become a success. What would we do without those Cabbage Patch dolls? <laughs> but the year was 1983. And this movie came out. A little movie starring, starring Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy called Trading Places. Now, this movie here, maybe you've seen it, maybe not. The idea was that somebody could learn to trade stocks or to trade futures. Actually, they were, they were trading orange juice futures. And Eddie Murphy was just a guy off the street, like literally off the street. And he became an incredibly successful orange juice futures trader. And that inspired one man to run a little classified ad. A classified ad. Like, think of how, how the world has changed so much since 1983, right? He wasn't able to uh, post a blog, put up a YouTube video, uh, send a uh, send an email. He had to put up a classified ad. And to me, this is the most important ad that's ever been run ever of all time. Let me read you the ad. If you are interested in getting a copy of the ad, where you can find it is in this book right here, The Complete Turtle Trader. This is what the ad said, and it, it makes me smile and gives me goosebumps the whole time, just knowing what happened after this ad was run. This was run in the Wall Street Journal, in Barron's, and uh, the International Herald Tribune in 1983. It says, Richard J. Dennis, of CND Commodities is accepting applications for the position of Commodities Futures Trader to expand his established group of traders. Mr. Dennis and his associates will train a small group of applicants in his proprietary trading concepts. Successful traders will then trade solely for Mr. Dennis. They will not be allowed to trade futures for themselves or others. Traders will be paid a percentage of their trading profits and will be allowed a small draw. Prior experience in trading will be considered, but listen, it's not necessary. Applicants should send a brief resume with one sentence giving their reasons to this address in Chicago. I have so much goosebumps thinking about how that has changed, in my opinion. I think it's changed the world. Because what Richard Dennis did there is he said it was an experiment. His colleague, uh, Bill Eckhart, said that trading was inborn. Trading was a skill that you were born with. You could never learn it. It's a gut feeling. It's intuition. That's the only way to trade. I literally can't believe people actually thought that way. Like, that's just crazy talk to me. 
Richard Dennis, on the other hand, was like, listen, I follow these rules and I make boatloads of money. I could probably teach these rules the same to other people and also make boatloads of money. Hmm. Let's try it. So they launched the program. And as Richard says here, he knew he could publish the rules in a newspaper, but the key was having consistency and discipline. And so these traders sat with him and literally within two weeks, that's all it took to teach it top to bottom to people who had never traded before. And it was so cool because the program, they didn't want traders. They wanted all kinds of different people. They wanted accountants. They wanted um, like musicians. They wanted all kinds of different people from all, all across the world, all across the spectrum to really just solidify the point that anybody can do this. Because he had rules for everything. He had rules for the market. He had rules for position size, for entries, stop locks, stop losses, exits, different tactics probably heard me say this about a million times. He took the guesswork out of trading. Richard Dennis changed the game. His students knew what to do in every situation. There was not a single day that would go by when they would say, oh, well, if this is happening, maybe I could do that. Or maybe I should do this. No, there were no gut feelings. There were no hunches. There were definitely no hot tips. If it didn't fit the rules, it didn't get traded. This should sound really familiar. If it didn't fit the rules, it didn't get traded. So weeks would go by with no trades. And that as a trader can be difficult to have the sit out power to sit on your hands and be like, oh, I want to do something. I want to do something. I got, I got money to burn. What do I do? I'll tell you what you do. That's what Mark says here. Wait in cash for proper setups. How long? As long as it takes. And that can be really, really hard for a lot of people. And then Mark recently says, remember. While you're doing nothing, less experienced, lesser disciplined, and less skilled investors, they're laying the groundwork for your success. They are building the bases, and we're going to go and buy the breakouts. He has rules. That's why he's a champion. Now, this man right here is one of, I believe he is considered the, uh, most successful turtle trader to have le uh, left the turtle trading experiment. And one of his quotes, the first time I heard it, I was like, he did not just say that. Now this is uh, just a, a Southern gentleman. I believe he's from, uh, I believe he's from South Carolina. I could be off, but somewhere Eastern, Southeastern, southern gentleman who came and learned how to trade and he decided that since he learned the rules he was going to go after master of the universe money <laughs> i kid you not 
there are so many interviews that he has been on where he's talked about, I was after the master of the universe money. It's like, oh my gosh, I love this. The first time I ever visited my trading psychologist, uh, which I see every other Wednesday, I told him I wanted this. I was like, I want to have master of the universe money. Master of the universe money. But it doesn't happen overnight, right? You can't put everything into one trade and expect that to be the, the master of the universe money trade because that's going to be the one where you lose everything. Every time. <laughs> Every time. That's going to be the one. Now, here's Jerry Parker's quote here. I'll read this a little bit better. Can I make this any bigger? That's as big as it's going to get. I'll read it to you. The great training, experience, and encouragement made this the most amazing job ever. He's talking about his time with Richard Dennis. He recalls, your client was your mentor, and you did what you were taught. And when you made money, and when you lost money. These guys were geniuses. Using computers to backtest models. That probably sounds real familiar. He left with a track record that allowed Parker to set up Chesapeake Capital in 1988. And he had $3 million from his first client. And he says, all I needed was a telephone and a quote machine. And we were fortunate to make money 10 years in a row. Now, that makes me so motivated to know that anybody, knowing the rules, all he needed was the ability to place orders and to see price. He made money 10 years in a row at the time of this, uh, this quote here. Just amazing. Catch him on the chat here. Brian says, I'm a karate man. I bleed on the inside. <laughs> Maria, good to see you. Isaac, glad you made it, my friend. I know it's like 6 o'clock yesterday afternoon. <laughs> no, I know it's really early for you. Thank you for coming, Isaac. Ah, uh, Nico, Victor sent you. Victor's getting himself a bear market coffee mug. Victor's getting himself a bear market coffee mug. And you guys can get one, too. Just by having a friend show up. But here's the key takeaway with this section here. Here's the key takeaway. Successful trading is rules-based. Successful trading is rules-based. It is not a gut feel. It is not intuition. It is not uh, searching on Reddit for the next YOLO stock. It is not any of that. It's having a set of rules and then following those rules with consistency and discipline. Because rules are boring. The rules make you money. Just like Jerry was talking about. Just like Richard Dennis was talking about. This is the secret weapon. It's having rules. Having trading rules is the secret weapon. So be sure you're writing this down because we're going to cover so much here today. This is the secret weapon is having trading rules, proven trading rules. So does this make sense? Do you have any questions? Are you getting this? Let me know. Uh, Cause we're going to be moving into the actual rules that we use on a daily basis here in just a minute. 
So let me know if you have questions because I want to make sure that I take care of you. I'm here to serve you today. So let me know in the chat if you have any questions. And then we're going to move right into the rules that we use every single day. I'll give you guys just a second. I know that I got, I got to stall, but I'm going to, I'm going to pimp my, uh, bear market mug for a second. All right, let's move into the second section for today. The second section for today's agenda is the actual rules. These are the, like, I'm not holding anything back on this one. These are the pre-flight checks that the successful traders in the 10-minute trading room are going to confirm before making a single trade. Now, I, I, before we get into this, I really want you to know this is the rules. I'm going through everything, top to bottom. And this has saved us. We're not getting blown out like so many traders are this year. We're not having to close the doors like so many hedge funds are doing this year. These are the rules. And I'm going to show you exactly what they are, how they work, and I'll even show you some of the references that I got them from. All right, so here we go. I'm really excited about this. Welcome to the 10-Minute Trading Room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. This is my intro that I do every single day in the 10-Minute Trading Room. Now, our 10 Minutes to Freedom trading strategy named by our mutual friend, Nima, starts with the market. It will always start with the market. And it starts with the market, which is what they teach in the How to Make Money in Stocks book. In fact... The, the, uh, the acronym that they use in the how to trade, uh, how to make money in stocks book is can slim with slim, uh, the M on slim being market. Now that one in particular doesn't really make sense to me because if the market is part of your methodology, don't you need to let the market tell you where it's going? Listen, I'm not saying I'm smarter than Bill O'Neill, okay? But Larry Height was telling me this. He's like, look, if the market is going down, the only trades you can make are short trades or cash. Period. You can't buy stocks. If the market's going up, you can buy stocks or you can hold cash, but you can't short sell stocks. The market rules all. A rising tide lifts all ships. But a sinking tide shows who's swimming naked. I love that one. And that's why the market always starts the plan. The trades every single day <clears throat> must align with the market. So how do we determine how we align with the market? So on a bullish trend, now also I do want you to know uh, for the members of the 10 minute trading room, this entire slide deck will be available in uh, in the 10 minute trading room members area for download, which includes everything here. And uh, I'll go, cause I did update this to get it up to date. Uh, I'll go and I'll drop just the trading rules into the uh, trading rules section. So you're gonna have it in two places, but it's for you to keep forever. With the market, it has three core components here. And we're really blessed today because we have the ability to use data and information that were not available when Larry Height 
was teaching uh was was making his billion dollar uh hedge fund we have information that was not available to Minervini when he had to learn how to trade from textbooks from the library just unbelievable the amount of work that they did that now is so easy at the click click of a mouse we have this kind of information we're blessed beyond belief that's what i say almost every day Viaco, free Mirko invited me. Hey, free Mirko, what is your name? <laughs> What's your name? As long as you remember the trading room, I'm gonna send you a free mug. All right, very cool. Thank you, Viaco, for telling me that. So when we look at the market trend for a bullish scenario, it's gonna have this green border here. Oh, sorry, can't see it. For a bullish scenario, for a bullish scenario, we're going to have this green border here. For a bearish scenario, we're going to have this red border here. There will be times where we have both, okay? So for a bullish scenario, we have the 10-day over the 20-day with price over the 50-day. For, uh, hang on, let me back up. Sorry, got ahead of myself. We have three core components here. First is the trend of the market. The trend of the market is established by price. And we can establish these using moving averages. So the trend tells us uh, which direction the market is moving. Next is MMFI. So this is an indicator that we use that tells market breadth. And market breadth gives us an indicator of how many participants are moving in that direction. So when you click the trend and the breadth together, that gives you the market direction. This is fact. This is math. This is not Chris's opinion. This is math. So that gives us the trend, that gives us the breadth, click them together, market direction. And what we use as a market timing tool is FinClub, our artificial intelligence data, finclub.ai. And when we click all these together, that will give us a bullish day. Or if we click all these together, that'll give us a bearish day. Now let's go through and let's talk about the moving averages. Have TrendSpider pulled up here. So we look at the SPY, the S&P 500. And if anybody who blew up their account in 2022 had just looked, just looked at the moving averages of the S&P 500 and used that as their long or short entry, they would have made so many less mistakes this year. Let me refresh this. Because a lot of people got blown out hard. That sounds pretty pretty gross. A lot of people got blown out hard because the market was moving against them and they didn't know what to do. Trend Spider is taking a sweet old time. I'm going to move over to uh, MMFI and we'll come back to Trend Spider. MMFI. This is an indicator and I'll, I'll make this bigger here in a second. So this indicator gives us market breadth. The way that market breadth is determined is how many stocks are bullish, how many stocks are bearish. This is data. This is not up for interpretation. This is not a gut feeling. This is data saying, hey, 17% of the stocks in the S&P 500 are above their own 50-day moving average. Let's see if, okay, TrendSpider's back, cool. Let me clean this up for you real quick. Actually, no, that's perfect. The 50-day moving average, the 50-day moving average is a really easy line in the sand to say if something is bullish or bearish. Really easy. 
So if 17% of the stocks in the S&P 500 are below their 50-day moving average, the red line right there, that means 83% of the stocks are bearish right now. Only 17% are bullish. Now this is trend following, okay? When the price is over a moving average, the price is mathematically going up. When the price is under a moving average, the price is mathematically going down. So by using the 50 day, we can see how many stocks are moving up or how many stocks are moving down. This is math based. Now, like I said, I had to, to skip the trend, but I'm, I'm back to it right now because TrendSpider loaded. So that's MMFI. I consider 50% the line in the sand. It's binary. It's either bullish or bearish. It's not in between. Over 50% is bullish. Under 50% is bearish. If you're not writing this down, you are losing out. Now, for the market, for the market trend, I use the 10-day exponential, which is the blue line here. The 20-day exponential, which is the black line. And the 50-day exponential, which is the red line. We want to see the 10-day cross over the 20-day and price be over the 50-day. Now, let's break that down. So this comes directly from Steve Burns' book, New Trader, Rich Trader. Like I said, I'm going to be sharing with you the resources for everything that we go through. So in this book, which is fabulous, by the way, if you don't have this, get it. It's so such an easy read. It's only, it's a hundred pages. You could read this uh, in an afternoon without a doubt, but it's such an easy read. And there's going to be a lot of times when you're like, oh, I really identify as rich trader. Oh, I really identify as new trader. I need to do this thing to swap positions, right? But this is where I got it from. The way to determine the trend is to have the 10 day, which is price over the last two weeks, the average price over the last two weeks be greater than the 20 day, which is price over the last four weeks. And then have the actual price today be greater than the 50 day, which is the price average over the last 10 weeks. That gives you your market trend. And it's math. It's not subjective. Math. Now, if these don't all match, we do have a circumstance for that. Because there will be days when these are crossed over, but yet prices under the 50-day. That totally happens. Like uh, this spot right here. Right? The moving averages are crossed over. But price hasn't quite got to the 50, and then it gets over the 50 a day or two later. Totally normal. Or uh, maybe right here, right? It's not subjective. That's what I'm trying to say here. There is no guessing in this. So we've covered MMFI, the breadth. We've covered the trend. You click both of these together. And then, like I said, we use this uh, program called FinClub.ai. Now, FinClub is really cool because it does show you target stock prices. So if you wanted to be a day trader, this would simplify your life beyond belief. Tells you like TMST within the next four to eight days, looking at a target price of 23.50 with an estimated ROI of 8%. I mean, it just really makes life easy. 
But the way that I like to focus on it, because I don't day trade, and I don't want you to day trade. We, the, the, the generally accepted term is swing trade options. I don't like to be labeled. I'm an opportunist, and I will take a trade for as long as it takes. But I like to use this indicator right here. So I know the developers of FinClub, and they told me one day, they were like, Chris, this is probably the most important thing on the entire platform. So it uses artificial intelligence data and it scrapes, you know, all the, the uh, dark pools and uh, uh, everything out there that's not like easily accessible data, pulls into one place and gives you basically red light, green light, yellow light, red light. There are four lights. Let me rephrase that. Um, green light, yellow, orange, and red. And so their method here is, hey, if it's green, that's a bullish day. If it's anything other than green, consider it a bearish day. So that's the way to determine the market trend. Now, if all three of these line up, if all three of these line up, that makes today an offensive day. If it is an offensive day, you have the green light to make trades. If they do not line up, then it's either a defensive or a transition day. We haven't even begun like looking at a stock or anything like that. We're only looking at the market to tell us if it's time to make the trade. We're letting the market tell us. Plus this analysis takes like four seconds total. If they don't all align and you do not have any positions on already, you're already in cash, that makes it a transition day. You're transitioning to the next day. You don't have to do anything. You're not in the market and you're waiting for valid market setups. As Mark said earlier, wait in cash for proper setups. How long? Well, as long as it takes. But if they don't all align and you already have existing positions on, which happens all the time, it is a defensive day. On a defensive day, you do not add new trades. The only thing you do you're already in the market. You're not adding new positions. You make sure to reduce your risk. Now, if you don't have your pen and paper out making notes, you are way behind right now. I literally threw my pen across the room and then I have unplugged my headphones. So I got to plug it back in. Okay. <laughs> if you don't have your pen and paper out, you are behind the curve right now. There are three types of days. There's offensive defensive and transition offensive is when the market is lined up and it's time to go time to make trades defensive you're in the market already you have open positions but you can't make any new trades you're only reducing risk and the third type of day is transition uh, there's nothing to do you can literally close your, your your platform you're done for the day now both of these two days offensive and defensive will always start with existing positions. This is where a lot of traders get really hosed is they don't realize the loaded guns, if you want to think of it this way, that they already have in their portfolio. They're always like, oh, what's the next trade? What's the next trade? What's the next trade? If you can't take care of the trades you already have on right now, you do not need to be even moving on to new trades. The goal before and I and this is actually really key so write this down the goal before before making any new trades 
is to reduce risk. New traders focus on profits. Rich traders focus on reducing risk. So write that down. New traders focus on profits. Rich traders focus on reducing risk. And I'll show you how to do that. Before you make a single trade each day, you need to reduce your risk. Period. So how do we do that? So we do that by asking ourselves a series of questions. And I'll show you some live examples so it makes sense. This is before we put on a trade. This is when we have on positions right now, and it's either an offensive or defensive day, not any transition days. On a bull market or a bear market, slightly different. But the first question you ask yourself is, are our profits locked in? Well, of course, I'd love some profits locked in. Chris, what are we talking about here? Give me some of them locked in profits. Well, this is actually pretty easy to determine. Because the way that you need to be trading is following trend lines, okay? Let's say if you're following a 20-day or a 10-day or a 5-day or whatever, and you let that go, you backtest it, and you find out when an entry and exit signal will be, the question then becomes, and this is one we're in right now in W. Hopefully TrendSpider is going to work a little faster right now. I don't know why this is going to slow at the moment. Here we go. So in W, this is a trade that we have on at this very moment. We're following the 10-day moving average. We'll talk more about this planned exit point later, and it's very critical. The 10-day moving average, the 10-day exponential, is this blue line here. Our entry point is down here on the green line, 5098. So the first question we ask is, is the trend line that we're following past our entry point? Because we already know we're going to get out if it goes the other way. We already know that we're going to exit the trade if it goes the other way. Is that past our entry point? No, definitely not. Because it's not past our entry point, we move to this side of the equation. If it is, then we just follow that. If price crosses the other way, we're going short in this trade, by the way. We're not we're not long this trade. We're going short. If price crosses above the 10-day, we know that's our exit signal, and we get out. Really simple. That's what this says here. If profits are locked in, that's your exit signal. Do not exit until you get that. But if no, you exit if any of these are true. So I'll go to the bearish side here since we're being short. You exit if any of this is true. So you're finding the least amount of risk and exiting for one of these. First, a half ATR entry point, or a half ATR exit point from entry. So the ATR is a measure of a stock's volatility. So when we put this on, it was around $10, $9.36. So the average daily range this is a crazy number here the average daily you should write this down the average daily range at the time we put this on was 936 it's a 50 dollars stock the average daily range was 20 percent of the stock's value that is a huge number a monster number 
This exit point comes from the complete turtle trader. We're going to be referencing this several times. This exit point comes from the complete turtle trader. So our entry point was 40, a 49. No, hang on. Our entry point was 50. Let's round it to 51. So let's say $5 ahead of that, $5 above 51 is 56. So that was our initial exit point. So it's not ready to be taken off because it has not breached that point. There's a couple other things we need to make sure. A close above yesterday's high, that's an exit point. Because if we're trending down and we get a higher high, that means the trend may have reversed on us. And so we're going to take our risk off the table very quickly because we do not have profits locked in yet because we don't have profits locked in and it closes above yesterday's high. We go ahead and get out. Yesterday's high was 52.31 in this stock. It's currently at 49. No risk there. Or I shouldn't say no risk. No, no exit signal there. And then lastly is that back tested trend line. So we're trying to find which of those three points is the least amount of risk. If any one of these is violated, we get out, period. End of story, no discussion. No second guessing, no what ifs, no maybes. We get out, period. Why? Why do we get out with such authority? Why do we get out with such purpose? We're not, we're not. Phrase in Texas. I don't know if it translates to where you're from, but we don't pussyfoot around here. We're either in or we're out. It's binary based on one of these. So Mark talked about this, and, and um, I'm going to be referencing lots of different things that people said as we go through here. If you're not doing well in stocks, the grand majority of your problem is ego-driven. The problem is you, which is hard to hear, but it's true. But it also means that the solution is you. So going on down here, think of it this way, right? Let's say you're buying a stock and you buy here, which is a, a solid entry. But then the price goes back down and it says, knowing you should sell when your stock does this, right? You get in, your stock goes down and you're like, oh man, that sucks. I wish that it had gone up. It didn't, but you know what? Maybe I'll keep it on. Because maybe tomorrow is going to be the day when it actually does take off. So you didn't sell here because you were like, oh, yeah, sure, it'll come back tomorrow. This is exactly what happened in everybody this year in 2022. They didn't sell when they should have, when they got their clear exit signal, because they thought this would happen. The market ruined so many people. You look at crypto. You look at um, Netflix, you look at Facebook, you look at any tech stock, Amazon. I probably spend uh, an, a person's entire salary on Amazon every year at least. I know Amazon's a great company, but if the stock is getting monkey hammered, that doesn't mean the stock is going to go back up. 
and so many people oh my gosh right now i had a, a TikTok post yesterday talking about um selling signals like we're talking about here so many people are like well you can't sell now can't sell now i'm too invested in this now it's down 70 percent. all i see is value oh my gosh <laughs> no no all i see is value i can now buy more of the stock when it's down 70 percent. no 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 it's down 70 percent for a reason it's down 70 percent because the demand for that stock is gone if you actually think the price of the stock is going up wait until the price of the stock is actually going up there's no sense in holding it or buying it when it's getting monkey hammered because this is what happens this is why we're so critical on exit signals you buy here you watch it go down thinking you know what now it's going to come back up but then what actually happens are the monkey hammers. Mark goes on to say, there is no shame in losing money on a stock trade. Not at all. But to hold on to a loss and let it get bigger and bigger, or even worse, to buy more, that is amateurish and self-destructive. Darren says, it is so true. Ego affects everything in life. And that is why Richard Dennis made those rules. And that's why we follow our rules every single day. Now, one of the rules we have is adding to winners. Only on offensive days, only at the end of the days, and only if the price moves one ATR from entry. Let me show you what that means. If today were an offensive day, and the price of the stock had gone down one ATR, which we talked about a minute ago, from entry, that is a signal to add to your winner, to pyramid into the trade, to add more when it's working. Not adding more when you're down, adding more when you're up. And again, if it moves another ATR, adding more, adding up to five total positions, this also comes from the complete turtle trader. You're going to love why we do this. Here's the stock where we did this. Oh my gosh. Hey, members of the trading room, remember how we murdered it on KHC? We, we had a 344% gain. And then we got out when the market turned, right? The market turned bearish April 18th. And I said, we have to get out on this date. It floated another dollar or two back and forth and then got totally destroyed. Look at, I cannot believe this. That's not what I wanted to share, share with you. The, what I wanted to share with you was we bought one time here. It went up one ATR and we bought another. Now we didn't have our setups correct the next couple times, but we really could have potentially gotten into four or five units of this. That's crazy. I never even knew that happened. We're going to go back to W because this is one we're in right now. You have to take your exit signals when you get them, but you also take your entry signals when you get them. And you add a unit only if it's a hundred percent set up like new. Everything that we go through today 
you put on your first unit. Your first unit can, and and position sizing comes last. Because we need to make sure everything's set up before we can get to position sizing. But your position sizing can be five contracts. It can be 500 shares. It can be anything. But you need to make sure you get the right position size, which we'll, we'll cover later on. But you're going to add one unit, which is the same size as your original unit. But you're only going to do it if it's 100% set up like new with a max of five total. Then we even look to roll our options up and to take some margin off the table. That's the next slide. But when we do this, we tighten up the exit point. So, for example, if we add to W in, in puts, if we add puts on W, instead of following the 10-day, we're going to tighten up our exit signal to be the 5-day. The reason being is because we've doubled our size, we're going to reduce risk even more. It's always about reducing risk. So the way that we can roll or add to winners, we don't have to do this, but we can. Now I like to do it when the original option gain is over 75%, which is not unusual. When things are working for you, a 75% gain on option is not crazy. Now let me back up just a minute here because I wanted to I wanted to really emphasize a point here. If we lose on a trade, we're going to lose when we have the least amount of units, right? If it's going the other way, we get in with one unit, we get out. Oh, you know what? I had one unit on. I lost in that one unit. No big deal. I'm out. But if it works and we see, we get confirmation signals, we get multiple trades on, we're stacking one, two, three, four, potentially up to five units, that trade is working. And it's very unlikely that you're gonna lose on this trade because you've already been stacking winners, stacking winners, stacking winners, stacking winners. But if you lose on a trade, you're only losing on one unit. If you let the trade run as long as it can, you could be stacking on five potential winners on one single trade. So rolling or adding to winners, only when it's up 75% or so. We'll sell to close the original, like let's say we bought puts, sell to close the puts, and then we go to a closer strike to the money, but it has to have the same liquidity standards, and we'll talk about that later on. Closer to the money and buy to open, right? We're basically just rolling it down. And then if we're going to add to winners, we're going to buy the second unit, right? So if our first unit is one contract or if our first unit is 20 contracts, we'll double the size at that point. But only if it's set up like this, like I said, adding to winners. And now by doing this, we're reducing the overall margin. So if it costs us, I'll use round numbers. If it costs us $1,000 to get into the trade, we roll it up. Everything stays the same. Uh, it might be $500 in margin instead of a thousand and the winner is still running. And if we double it up, we probably, and this has happened. This is not theory can get twice the size of the trade for about the size of the original trade. 
because we're rolling it up, we're taking a credit, and we're doubling the size at the second strike. It's pretty sweet. So that's all before we've even looked at a single new trade, right? We're making sure the market's working in our favor, and then we're looking at our existing positions. We have not put on a new trade. Not at all put on a new trade. This is all focusing on the risk, reducing that risk, and if it's working, stacking onto our winners. But once we do that, we go to the charts. Now, on offensive days, we will put on broken wing butterflies. But we only put these on in the spies, Qs, and IWM, on the market indices. If it's a bearish trend, we'll do it with calls. If it's a bullish trend, we'll do it with puts. Either way, this is a really, really sweet strategy um, where the stock price, for example, the stock price can go down, the stock price can go up, and it profits in a huge range right here. If the price goes down, we want to set our break-even point to the 10-day exponential. So we currently have a few of these on in SPY, IWM, and QQQ. And when we put these on, the 10-day was where the blue line is at right now. In fact, IWM earlier today looked like we might hit the full profit potential on this peak here, which is about four to five times as much as this area. But it doesn't look like it's working. It's still going to be a profitable trade. Hang on, I'll show you what I mean. It's still going to be a profit. No, it's not the right one. It's still going to be a profitable trade as it moves down. But it was moving up and it was right in this area for max profits, which would have been really great. I hope it still comes back to that though. If you want more information on brokering butterflies, definitely go get uh, a copy of the secret investing book. Members of the trading room, they get an autographed copy sent to them. So I know that they have it. And you can look at these around page 125, 124. Uh, I go into more detail about how to set these up and why we set these up. This is a textbook for our, our uh, trading room, basically. Broke a wing call butterfly right there. Okay. So we have some criterias for putting this on. Right? So for example, selling two out of the money calls, which is at this spot here. Buying one. Oh, I need to I need to update these. Sorry. I thought I had changed these. Let's do it with puts. Be easier. Sell two out of the money puts. Buy one put a dollar closer. And buy one put four dollars away. So the between here and here is five dollars wide. So if this is 90, this is 85. And then the, the points between here and here is $1 wide. So 90 and 89. Now you want to hit the break even at the 10-day uh, planned exit point, like I was saying there. So this is actually really fun and easy to do. But I like to use a strategy, or I, I like to use this website called optionstrat.com. This really helps figure out where it's going to go. Go to put broken wing or call broken wing. And it's really nice because it'll let you choose the option chain or whatever that you want to go to. And then you just move the strikes around. This is what I was doing yesterday in the trading room. And you see, look, it's it's the same setup as this. Right? The, the prices are a little different, but it's the same setup. 
and then it tells you your break-even point, and then you just adjust the break-even point to be at your 10-day exponential, and that's a solid trade. So we do these on offensive days. But after we do these, we run the scanners. So the AI chart bearish power scanner, or the AI chart bullish power scanner, it looks at a lot of stuff. What we want to see here, and that really the easiest way to describe it, is if you're trading a stock, you want all the moving averages moving in one direction, whether it's up, whether it's down, you want all the moving averages moving in one direction. Because that tells you across all time periods, the short term and the long term, is it moving up or is it moving down? And then I do like to have a couple intraday because we only trade at the end of the day. We only trade in the last 30 minutes of the day. We want to make sure that at the end of the day, prices are still moving in that direction. So this is an intraday chart. This is a daily chart. So let's run the scanner real quick so we can take a look at some. And you'll see exactly what I mean by you want all the moving averages pointing in one direction. Uh, hang on. Disney. Great example. Price is below basically every moving average that there ever existed. All the moving averages are pointing down. And the only other thing is this line right here. This is called the Keltner channel. So we talked about ATR earlier, average true range. When a stock gets, um, when it's moving down, three average true ranges. When it's moving up, two average true ranges. Because as you know, stocks can go down faster than they go up. When it gets three average true ranges away from the 20-day exponential, that's what this line is right here. Three average true ranges away from the 20-day. That is my oversold or overbought indicator. This is not RSI. In fact, let's add RSI here real quick. Some people like to use RSI, Relative Strength Index, as their overbought or oversold. But as you can see right here, it is meaningless. Look at this. Somebody would have said on April 21st that Disney was oversold. So because some people think this way, and, and I was guilty of thinking that way too. Oh, if it's oversold, that means I need to start buying it. Well, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. No, 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 no. In fact, that was all the way up at uh, one one nineteen fifty. Now we're down to 103. We're down to 103. It certainly wasn't oversold because it still had $13 to go, $16 to go. It still had a good 17, 15% that it was moving down. So we don't use RSI. We use Keltner channels. And there are many opportunities to get into this all the way down going short. So that's the charts right there. I mean, that's literally everything. And then the only other thing with the charts is dividends and earnings. I don't like to trade earnings, but I do have some criteria for it. But I don't want to get into a trade right before earnings, like three days in. I don't want earnings. 
and I don't want stocks that have dividends because if you're going long a stock that has dividends, let's say it's a hundred dollar stock and it pays a dollar dividend, it's going to go from a hundred to ninety nine like overnight, and then you're fighting a losing battle. So if it's paying a dividend, just wait till the dividend's over, then look to trade it. That's how I look at it. So after we've run the markets and the charts, we're looking into relative strength. Now, at this point, you're probably thinking, jeepers, this takes forever. Who in the world can put up with all this? Chris said earlier that there's a pilot that flies across the world who's doing this on his phone. Yeah. Because like what we just went through, while it does take time to explain, execution, no time at all. Execution, no time at all. Relative strength. This takes a little bit of time, but it's also really fast too. Relative strength came to me from uh, how to make money in stocks, right? William O'Neill talks about how you want to buy stocks with high relative strength. You want to buy a stock that if you're looking at um, Home Depot and Lowe's between the two, which one has a higher relative strength? Relative to what? Relative to each other and relative to the market. In fact, I'll use these as a demo here. and We can talk about that. Home Depot and Lowe's. The way that we look at this is if the relative strength is over 75%. So imagine, let's do it with cars. I like this example. Imagine you've got two cars here. The red car is the market, the S&P 500. The silver car is your stock, okay? If they're both traveling at 100, that means they both have the same average gain. Okay, the average gain percent. So if the SPIES has an average gain of 1%, your stock has an average gain of 1%, that means it's traveling at 100. If it's traveling at 75, that means its average gain is uh, 75 basis points versus 1%. But if it's at traveling at 75 and going up, that's a lot more important than traveling at 75 and going down. Think of it this way. You're both traveling at 100, but you decided to mash the brake pedal. Now you're down at 75. It's not a stock you want to own. You're both traveling at 100. You decide to mash the gas pedal, and you're going up. That is a stock you do want to own. So we look at 75% because it's close enough but the thing that we also look at is the relative strength delta. We want to see that over 10%. So 75 and 10%. So what is relative strength delta? So relative strength is like the speed you're traveling. Relative strength delta says how hard you're mashing the gas pedal. Okay, two different things here. How fast are we traveling? And how hard are we mashing the gas? So let's take a look and I'll show you what I mean by this. It's actually simpler than it sounds. So for our members of the trading room, we have what is called the relative strength scanner. And we take the list of stocks that pass on our charts and we put them into here. And this is like a, a catch-all tool for a lot of stuff that we do. But like I said, we're going to look at Home Depot and Lowe's. I'm going to zoom in just to make this a little easier on you. So these are $100 different in price. We see that. That's fact. 
the average gain is the relative strength. The average gain relative strength in Home Depot is higher than the average gain relative strength in Lowe's. And they're both higher than the market. So they're both traveling faster than the market on average gain. But the relative strength delta tells us, hey, it's actually slowing down. It's 117 and going down. Because a week ago, it was 7% higher. It's 108 and going down. Because a week ago, it was 109. That's so important. Is the relative strength increasing or decreasing? And over here, I have a handy little chart that shows this. This is beyond what you can see in the price of a stock. Looking at a chart, you can't see this. This tells you comparatively, without a doubt, which one has higher average gains. And are those average gains getting bigger or are those average gains getting smaller? This is so critical. And that's why it's part of our strategy. We got the market, we got the charts. Now we got our relative strength. We know, hey, this stock is strong and it's not objective. Or it's not subjective? Yeah, it's not subjective. It is mathematically stronger. Home Depot is mathematically stronger than Lowe's, without a doubt. But both of these are going down. We don't want that. Let's look at W. This is one that we're short right now. So this one shows its average gain is 80%. So its average gain is smaller than the spies, which is good if you're going short. But the average strength is, uh, or the relative strength has actually grown in the last week by 10%. And you can also see that here in the little chart, right? And you can look at it and say, oh yeah, okay. We can see that it has been weak, but in the last week, the average, uh, uh, the relative strength has actually improved a little bit, but it's still really weak. So that is what relative strength is and why we use it. Now, how do you calculate it? It's actually not that hard. See, average gain over any period. I use, uh, I think it's 10 period, 10 days. Average gain over average loss gives you $1 over $2 equals 50%. That's your stock. Now, the average... Uh, gain over average loss of the SPY could be $1 over $4, and that's 25%. Okay, So if your stock is 50% and the SPY is 25%, that means your stock is 200% when compared to the SPY. You see that? It's twice as strong as the SPY. So dollars don't matter. It's percentage moves, right? So if your stock is $50 and the the SPY is $400, that, that's not going to hurt you in this measurement here because we're using percentages. So this would show a giant relative strength. And then the relative strength delta. Relative strength today is 210. The relative strength a week ago was 200. So your relative strength delta is a positive 10. It's growing. 
So you gotta have all that, which sounds like it's gonna take ages to do, but because we use scanners, because we use math, because it's all formula-based, we're talking, if I did not speak through this, that entire process could be done in five minutes or less. Now we back test. As we talked about earlier, uh, back testing was one of the key components in the turtle traders and why they were successful. Back testing is majorly important because it lets us know mathematically if our stock and our strategy are a good fit together. Most people don't take the time to do this. But it's actually really fast. When you have TrendSpider like we do, it's super fast. The objective with the backtest is to establish positive expectancy and find the best trend line. If it's either the 5 or 10 day, I don't trade on anything else. So 5 or the 10 day. And then we want to make sure that the backtest projection exceeds our second and third buy points. Let me show you what that means. So I'm going to run my backtest, which I've already got saved in here, on... W on the 10 day and you're going to see the back test projection plot right on the chart which is so cool and you see it does exceed just barely our third buy point but that's all I needed to see to say okay from a back testing perspective that's perfect and then this is really cool when you run the back test here you can see the uh, total return over the last thousand candles was 216% going short. The stock has gone down 50% basically. And the strategy has gone up 200%. But it's only traded 32 times. In those 32 times, only 41% of those were winners. If I told you you're going to have a 41% win rate and a 200% gain, you'd never believe me. 41% win rate with a 200% gain. But that's because the average win is 15%. The average loss is 3%. So the average win is five times as big as the average loss. That's how this works. This is why we backtest. And that's why we're trading this one. <laughs> so after we've backtested, which goes really fast too. We go into liquidity. Now liquidity takes a couple extra steps and this is really based in, do I have it? Uh, I don't, okay. Sorry, I, I didn't know if I had a slide for it or not. But what we do here is we start with the highest relative strength, then we work our way down. Or if we're going short, we start with the lowest relative strength and we work our way up. But either way, we're looking for stocks with a million shares traded daily, 21 days to expiration on the option chain, 250 plus open interest, less than 50 cent bid ask spread, and 20% or less extrinsic value, which normally puts us around 80 delta. Whenever we're buying calls or buying puts, we're normally around 80 delta. Which means that we do buy deep in the money options. Logging into my brokerage account over here, and I'll, I'll pull this over so you can see it. All right, let's go to W. So in W, 
I believe we're in the June. Yeah, we're in the June monthly cycle. Go through each of these steps, right? So 21 days to expiration or greater. And this is at 28 days. 250 plus open interest and less than 50 cent bid ask spread. So all you got to do is change this to open interest. And it shows you there's lots of open interest here. Everybody wants to trade it. And then you just look through these and say, okay, where is the tightest bid ask spread? And in fact, some of these are not very tight at the moment, right? Like this one here, 60s. That is uh, 70 cents wide. So I wouldn't trade that one today. The one below it is uh, 80 cents wide. So right now, the liquidity is not there in order to take a position. And it's totally common to go all the way through and get to liquidity and be like, okay, I can't get into this. I can't get into this because nobody else wants to be in it. Let me tell you a story about when uh, I realized how important liquidity was. I was trading earnings, which I don't trade anymore, on AKM, AKAM. That's what it was, Akamai. And I'll never forget it because I remember I was driving home from work that day. It was a cloudy day. It was overcast and raining. And I'm trying to get out of this earnings trade. So I put on an iron condor, which basically boxes in the trade. And you don't want it to move so far up, and you don't want it to move so far down. You want implied volatility to collapse, etc. But I couldn't get filled, right? I had on the perfect trade. And let's say if my max profit was $100 in the trade, I should have been getting 70 80% of that. So I'm trying to get out 70 trying to get out 80 trying to get out 60 trying to get out 50 Scratching my head, I'm driving down the road, make sure I'm not crashing anybody. I'm doing this all on my phone. And I'm like, what is happening? So I'm putting these limit orders in. And as, as minutes go by, I'm still not getting filled. And I know I have to exit this trade as fast as possible before it has the opportunity to move and break my, uh, my iron condor. And then I lose money. So if my total max profit in the trade was 100, my max risk in the trade was probably around 400. Easy numbers here. I couldn't get filled at 80 or 70 or 60 or 50. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put in a market order, which never put in market orders. Everything's a limit order, period. I'm going to put in a market order. I'm just going to get filled. I'm going to get out. I put in the market order. And because there was no liquidity, I got filled at the next available trade. And what should have been a perfect winner that I was okay with taking, you know, 80% or 70% turned into an actual loser. The trade was set up perfect. The trade was executed perfect. The trade was 100% perfect, start to finish. But what wasn't perfect was my liquidity. Because there was no liquidity, nobody wanted the other side of my trade to give me a profit. And the only way I could get out was at a loss. And that was when I was like, never again am I ever going to trade without making sure that I have liquidity to get in a stock and out of a stock. So that's critically important. Jared, hey, glad you made it. Maria invited you. Very cool. 
Maria will be getting a bear market mug, bear market coffee mug here pretty soon. We'll put the orders in today. They'll ship out hopefully in BDA next week, Maria. Lastly, on our strategy is position size. This is monumentally important. And I make this easy for our traders uh, inside of our relative strength scanner. All you got to do is just fill in some details over here, like your, your account balance and the risk you actually like to take per trade. I like 2% or less. And then it just does all the math for you. But this is so important. Let's talk about why. When you put on a trade, you do not control what the price does, period. If the stock crashes underneath you and you've bought the stock, that sucks, clearly. But what sucks even more is if you had your entire account in that trade and you got nothing left. Or you could do what rich traders do, and that's put 1% to 2% of risk in any trade. This is not 1% to 2% of your account. This is 1% to 2% of risk. Um, so we'll, we'll do an example here. But what I mean by that is if you have a $10,000 account and you want to take 2% of risk, your actual risk in the trade is about 200 bucks, but you're not putting on a $200 trade. You're putting on a much bigger trade. So let's do this. I'm going to go in Excel and we're going to do it together. Give me a second here. I want to get back to the right slide. All right, so let's say that we have a stock, or let's say our account balance is $10,000. Let's say our account balance is $10,000. Let's say the risk we wanna take is 2%. And the first person to put any stock in the chat I will use that as our example. Put your favorite stock in the chat in five, four, three, two, one. All right, first person to put any stock in the chat, we'll use that as an example. We're gonna get the ATR value of that stock and then we'll get the number of shares. First person that comes through with the stock, I'm gonna get. I don't know what it's gonna be, so this is why I wanted to ask you guys. Give me a stock and we'll go look up the ATR for it. Just for example, we'll pull up Tesla. And that's $57. Tyler put BA. Perfect. Thank you, Tyler. Tesla is $57. So the BA. So the ATR in BA is $7. Tesla's was 57, BA's is seven. 
What is the price of the stock? BA is at 123.09 at this moment. Tesla is at 683. All right. So this will tell us the number of shares. Oh, Dan, Don, Don came through with Lucid. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Tesla and Lucid. LCID. We'll do Lucid too. 1.69, the stock is 1873. With the ATR of 1.69, cool. Here's the cool thing. Y'all get ready for this, I love this. We're gonna have the exact same risk for these three trades. The exact same risk. So we take our account balance, which is 10,000 times 2%, divided by two times the ATR value. And that'll tell us how many shares we can buy to get the exact same amount of risk. 59 shares of Lucid, 14 shares of Boeing, or 1.75 shares of Tesla. Now these are very different trades, right? So let's say we do the uh, uh, notional. That's the amount of shares times the price of the shares. So on Lucid, you could put 11% of your account into the trade, yet only be taking 2% of your account risk in the trade, which is $200. You could have 59 shares. In Tesla, you could put about 12% of your balance into one trade and still have the same $200 of risk. In Boeing, you could put 17.5% of your account into one trade and still have 2% of risk. The reason we do that is if, and this is in uh, the Complete Turtle Trader, and this is also something that Larry Height, the first billion dollar hedge fund manager that he taught me, the reason we do this is to keep our losses uh, basically the same. It's not about the wins, it's about the risk. It's the amount of risk we want, if we're wrong on these trades, this is our like drop dead. I'm only going to lose 2% of my account. How big do I size for this? That's the formula. That's the formula. That's a pretty sweet formula there. That formula will keep you from like Lucid, for example, used to be valued a lot higher. Tesla used to be valued a lot higher. By getting your position size correct, even when they go declining, your portfolio is not going to get wrecked. Your portfolio is only going to take a small hit to it. If you guys aren't writing this down, you're really missing out. Like I, I told you I'm giving away everything today. Now you take this value and you divide by Delta, which is generally around 80%. And that will tell you the number of option contracts you could get. So let's make this a little bigger. So you take the number of shares 
number of shares divided by I'm going to use 80. Oh, sorry, that's too tiny. I'm going to use 80 because that's generally the option delta we get. And that says you could get 0.02 option contracts for Tesla. So maybe you don't trade Tesla with options. Maybe you don't trade Boeing with options because it's 0.18. But if you round up on Lucid, you could definitely buy some puts in Lucid. But here's the cool thing. And I say cool because it really is. When the market gets crazy, the average true range of volatility picks up. This is fact. But watch this. So this is our original option contract values, okay? Let's say that volatility comes down. Let's say that Tesla's volatility, instead of being 57, turns into 7. Now, this isn't a huge difference. But if you think in percentage terms, this is nine times more. In fact, let's use a bigger account size. So let's say 100,000. Put this back to 57. So even with a $100,000 account, an ATR of 57 would get you 0.22 option contracts. But you change that to seven, you could get basically two. The ATR is the amount of uh, average true range. This is so important because when things get more volatile, you trade smaller. When things settle down, you can trade bigger. This also helps us not get wrecked in a market like this. Let's say Boeing's average true range went from seven to um, 3.5. Oh, I need to copy this real quick. So the price of a Boeing didn't change, but the average volatility over the last couple of weeks did. So from seven to 3.5, you could get, instead of two contracts, you can get three and a half contracts, rounded up to four. In Lucid, let's say the ATR goes from 169 to 0.8. Instead of seven contracts, you could get 15. So using this formula keeps you out of trouble even when the market gets crazy. So that's the position sizing there. So we're really near the bottom of the funnel right here. But I did want to mention, you know, we talked about earnings. I don't like to trade earnings, but if we are going to trade earnings, this is my criteria. Is a trade already profitable leading into earnings? If yes, does the expected move break the trend line? If no, hold through earnings. If it's not profitable or if the expected move breaks the trend line, and you close before earnings. Now, I know you're thinking, well, how do I calculate the expected move? This is actually really easy. How to calculate the expected move. Go to the option contract where the earnings cycle takes place. Okay? So click the ask, which is the buy price, for both the calls and puts at the money. It can be, in this case, it could be 37 or 38, either one. It's going to get you about the same value. So, uh, 
hit the ask price, hit the ask price. And now it's going to give you a value of the at the money uh, straddle. This is what it's called when you buy these. The at the money straddle is 339 in this case. You multiply 339 times 85. And I don't know where the 85 comes from, but this is just what I, I learned. You multiply 339 by 0.85, which is 85%. That gives you $2.89. The $2.89 is the expected move in either direction. So if the price is 137.50, so price is shown right here, 137.50, plus 2.89, that gives you 140.39. So that's the upper bound of the expected move. Then 137.50 minus 2.89 gives us 134.61. That's the lower bound of the expected earnings move. If either of those break the trend line that we mentioned earlier, that's your exit signal. Let's go ahead and get out before earnings. But if not, you can hold it through, no problem. So here's a little cheat sheet as far as uh, moving averages go. I'll move my, my fat head out of the way here. Here's a cheat sheet for how all the moving averages work. All right, you got your five day, 10, 20, 50, 250, whatever. Uh, be sure to write these down um, or watch the replay or uh, you know, just make sure you're taking notes as we go. That's really the key here. Make sure you're taking notes. So listen, I just gave you, I gave you literally everything in my trading rules. That was all of my trading rules all in one spot. This is probably the most valuable web class you'll ever take in your life. If you consider what you could do with this, if you follow the rules with consistency and discipline, uh, I may have just given you potentially millions of dollars. I hope you realize what you just got. Here's the key takeaway. Successful trading is rules-based. But you have to have consistency and discipline to follow the rules. Rules are boring, but rules make you money. And you're going to have that consistency and discipline. But most of all, you need to be rigid in your plan. You need to be rigid in your plan, meaning you are going to follow the rules to the T. My rules, your rules, whatever. You have to follow the rules to the T but you have to be flexible in the outcome because sometimes the outcome is not going to be good. Sometimes you're going to have losers. We all know that. Sometimes you're going to have monster winners and it'll be awesome. And then sometimes you're going to break even. And sometimes you're going to have tiny losers and tiny winners. But you have to be flexible in the outcome because you can't control that part. You can only control your plan. So does this make sense? I told you guys this would be the most valuable web class I've ever done and that you guys have probably ever seen because I, I, I was not planning on holding back. I was doing it all. So thank you guys. I know that that was kind of long. But does this make sense? And do you have any questions? Because we're about to move into the third section. And before we move into the third section, I always like to give everybody a uh, an intermission. Like I take these webinars, these web classes very serious. Okay, clearly. Like I, I make my schedule around these web classes. Um, but I want to give you guys a little break. Go refill your coffee, go use the restroom, whatever. Um, 
And then once we get back, I'll answer any questions and then I'll move into the third section. So see you in just a minute. Okay, very cool. It looks like I clearly clicked the wrong button, <laughs> but that's okay. Give you guys just a minute to get back from getting your coffee refills, getting a restroom break. I love doing these web classes. This is so much fun for me. And I'm really glad you guys came. Um, Victor's getting a mug, Maria's getting a mug, and Staminir, uh, you're going to get a mug as, as well. Um, we'll just double check to make sure you're part of the trading room, and then we'll send you guys out the bear market mugs. Okay, so before we go into the third section, if you have questions, please drop them in the chat. Oh, Freeburko says it's great, perfect, yeah. All right, let me know if you have any questions. Give you guys just another couple seconds and then we'll get moving. All right. Let's move in to our final section of the day. On today's agenda, the third section, and I really hope that you guys have taken at least a whole page of notes, because um, it's so important what we're doing here. The key to insane profitability lies not in your winning trades, but in your losers. That's a weird thought, right? Your key to insane profitability lies in your winning trades and not in your losers. That is true. There are only four possible outcomes in any trade. A big win, a small win, a break even, or a small loss. There are only four possible outcomes in a trade. A big win, a small win, a break even, or a small loss. That's it. Notice I did not say big loss. Because that's not possible. It. Let me rephrase that. It shouldn't ever happen. Could it happen? Yes. If you position size correctly, it's highly unlikely. If you want to be a successful trader, it's a couple things you're going to have to get used to. Number one is feeling uncomfortable with open profits. You got to let them run as far as they can. And we all have had that feeling like, Hey, this trade is really working. I'm making tons of money in the trade. I should probably take it off now. 
But what if it's that one trade that makes your entire year? And instead of just being uncomfortable with the open profits and just letting them work until you get your actual exit signal, you take it off. I've been there. We recently had a trade in the trading room that a lot of people took it off as soon as they got the first move. And I said, this trade is not over. You have to be okay with feeling uncomfortable with the open profits. And you're also going to have to be okay with being wrong. Be okay with taking small losses. This is so hard for people. Being okay with saying, you know what? I was wrong. I'll get out. No big deal. Especially in a system like ours where you take your losers on your smallest trades and you let your winners run and you stack into them. You become really okay with taking small losses. And you do that so they can never become large losses. like this that we talked about earlier. You take your small loss knowing that this is the time to take your small loss so it doesn't turn into the big loss. There's no shame in losing money. But to hold on and let it get bigger and bigger is even worse. It is amateurish and self-destructive. So here's a tweet from Mark. Arc at the time was up 5% that day but it barely even registers because it's down over 50%. If it rallies 50% from where it's at, it's still going to be down 30%. Wait, what'd you say, Chris? It's down 50% from where it is. And if it rallied 50% from the high to where it would be at, it's still down 30%. Losses work geometrically against you. That's why Mark's number one rule is no big losses. Darren, yes, your paper hands are not cardstock, more like tissue. Dude, I'd say all the time, I have the paperest hands out there. Diamond hands is what takes you to the poorhouse. This is why diamond hands take you to the poorhouse. Think of the math behind this, okay? If the stock drops 10%, it now has to go back up 11% to get back, right? If the stock drops 20%, if it was 100 and it drops 20%, now it's at 80. From 80, it has to go up $20 to get back to 100, which is not 20% of 80. $20 is 25% of 80. And you can see if the stock drops 50%, it now has to double to get back to 100. If the stock was at 50 or was at 100, goes down to 50, you can see the math. It has to double. It has to go back up 100% to get back to break even. This is why the key to insane profitability is in your losers and not in your winners. Because losers work against you so much faster than winners do. Avoiding large account drawdowns should be celebrated more than large winning trades. Losses work geometrically against you. A 25% loss is a 33% gain to get back to break even. How much of your time is spent on avoiding drawdowns 
rather than finding perfect setups. Darren says, so how do you continue to hold on to a stock that keeps going in the right direction without taking significant profits? I've been so many times holding on something too long. We're going to cover that in just a second, Darren. This is why we don't use stop losses. This is why we don't use trailing stops. I know you're probably like throwing your notepad across the room right now. Like, what did he just say? He doesn't use stop losses. He doesn't use trailing stops. What is this guy even talking about? Shutdown, dislike, scammer. We use what's called planned exit points. I was in the trading room having discussions with people one day. And I was like, listen, this is our, our uh, moving average trend line that we're following. And uh, this is, you, you could call it a trailing stop. And, and then I was like, but this is really when we're going to get out. This is our exit point. And I was like, hang on a minute. This is our planned exit point. That sounds way more, that sounds way easier to take than a trailing stop or take a stop loss. I'm just going to follow my plan and use my exit point. Planned exit point. We use moving averages to get the exit signal. Darren, we use moving averages to get our exit signal. Let's look at a couple real quick. Let's look at SPY. If we're following the 10 day, which is the blue line. In fact, let me take everything off. Darren, you, you asked about how do we make sure that we don't let our profits uh, get withdrawn, basically, is we follow a trend line and we let it run, for example. For example, we get in here, we let it run as far as we can, and then that right there is an exit point. So I'll circle them. So let's say this is an entry point. This is an exit point. We will not catch the top at 462, but we will get out at 450. That's a monster win when you consider we got in at 430. Did we give up $12 to get out? Totally. How could we know that this didn't continue on to 500? We don't. We let the data tell us, hey, you know what? Following this strategy, we have a backtest return of X. And we see that if we get out at this point, we contain our risk because we're going to let this puppy run as long as it can. But once it stops working, it's time to get out. That goes back, Darren, to what we talked about um, a while ago, which was, let me find it real quick. Are the profits locked in? If so, we're only going to let the backtested trend line tell us when to get out. No other time. Because that's when we can let something like this run. So we use those moving averages to get an exit signal. And the exit signal is not a trailing stop. It is the planned exit point. Darren, but since we're entering only at the end of the day, we're waiting on the 
we're waiting on the re-evaluation each day for exit point. For sure. But it, it's intraday too, right? This line is here during the day, no matter what, just like it is right now. This line is, is being constantly updated today. So yesterday at the close, it was 400. Today, it's at 397 at this moment. Um, here, Darren, you're going to meet us in the trade room later. So I'll go ahead and mark this for you. I'll mark it, uh, orange for you. And we'll take a look at it because it's at 398.04 right now. It could be higher. It could be lower by the end of the day, but that's still our planned exit point. It's the planned exit point. Now we call it our planned exit point because think of it emotionally. Think of it mentally. How would you feel if you hit a stop loss? I know how I feel. I feel pretty bummed out. Oh man, I hit a stop loss. All right. That sucks. And if you're not uh, a solid trader, you might be like, well, I hit the first stop loss. I'm going to adjust it now. And I'm going to let it run a little farther for my new stop loss. And then, because uh, you don't want to take the stop and you definitely don't want to take the loss. And then you move it and then... The next time it gets hit on your second stop loss, you're like, well, you know, I could give it a couple extra days. I'll, I'll put in a, a three days from now stop loss. And then of course it runs down like, uh, this example here. That's exactly it. So rather than having a stop loss, we have a planned exit point. How would you feel hitting a stop loss? Probably not that great. How would you feel hitting a trailing stop? Probably similar because you're like, oh man, I got stopped out of this trade. This could have gone on forever. Oh man, I could have, I stopped, I got stopped out of this trade. This should have gone on forever. It should have gone up to $500. Like Chris was saying, oh man, that sucks. Or you say, how would you feel hitting your planned exit point? Oh, okay. Well, I was going to get out here anyway. My plan was to get out if this happened anyway. I was always going to get out if the blue line got crossed. I was, I was always going to get out if this blue line got crossed and today it did. Doesn't that feel totally different? Like I remember being in the trading room and having that revelation of change the terminology from trailing stop to planned exit point and it feels different it just got a really kick in the throat different feel to it because hey i was already going to get out here anyway and now i'm going to get out total game changer it would feel like you were just following your plan darren's got it cool you know what else it would feel like if you hit your planned exit point, like you're following your plan. It feel like you had no regrets, not even one letter, <laughs> no regrets because you were following your plan the whole time. I always planned on getting out here. I always planned on getting out here, but the one tiny tweak. Instead of calling it a trailing stop or a stop loss, the one tiny tweak of calling it a planned exit point 
makes it incredibly easier. Because all I'm doing is following my plan. But you probably know where I'm going here. Rules are boring, but rules make you money. And it's so much easier to follow a plan than to take a stop. That sucks. You didn't follow your plan. And it's like, no big deal. That was the plan. Here's the key takeaway. Be rigid in your plan, but flexible in the outcome. Be rigid in the plan that if 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 price goes below this blue line, which is the 10-day exponential, be rigid in that plan, but flexible in the outcome because it could have happened here. It could have happened here. It could have happened here. Could have happened here. Could have happened here. Be flexible in the outcome, but rigid in the plan to say that when it does happen, I'm definitely going to get out. You need to have strong beliefs that are weakly held. Strong beliefs of, hey, I like this stock. It's going to go somewhere. I think it is, at least. But if I'm wrong, I'll get out. No big deal. I'll just follow my planned exit point. So does that make sense? The, the key to profitability is not the key to insane profitability. It's not any winners. It's in your losers. Contain your losers. You contain them with planned exit points. It's way easier. So let me know if you have questions. Let me know if you have any 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 ideas or anything here, and, and if this is making sense. But also, let me know if you can do this, because I think you can. Right? Type yes in the chat box. Nico says yes, absolutely. Perfect timing, Nico. Type yes in the chat box, because... I think you can do this. I'm pretty sure you can do this. In fact, if you took notes today, you can do exactly what I'm doing every single day. So type yes in the chat box. Because we went through so much today. We talked about how one Wall Street trader, one Wall Street legend turned 23 novice investors into overnight millionaires. We talked about the pre-flight checks that we make before every single trade. And we talked about how the key to insane profitability it's not your winning trades and your losers. Yeah, Free Mirko says it sounds easy. And it is easy when you have the rules. Tyler says yes. Root says yes. I'm sure the cues will pop once I do it on my... <laughs> Victor says yes. Yeah, like Free Mirko was just saying, trading is easy. Sounds easy. Because once you play by the rules... You'll know how to play. And I liken that back to Yorn in his 777 Max. I have no idea how to fly his plane. But if I stepped into his rules, if I had his rule book, and I could follow it step by step by step by step, I could fly that plane all the way across the United States, all the way across Canada, all the way across the world. Because I would have the rules. These are the rules to trade with stocks. Tyler says, you are the new legend. We are now future millionaires. Tyler, you don't understand. That's kind of my goal here. That's kind of my goal. One of my goals, as I said earlier, is to spread the wealth ripple effect. I know that these rules that I learned directly from the market wizards, 
from billion dollar hedge fund managers? I know they work because they prove them for us. All I did was write them down and I'm sharing them with everybody that I can. Ernie says C. Very cool. Now let me share with you uh, Kavan. He's one of our, our, our trading room members. Uh, let me show you his video real quick. Is from a consultation that I did with Kavan. Uh, it, I, I'm giving away free consultations for members of the trading room. And I just want you to hear exactly what Kavan said. I'm watching these, these stocks today and it's like I have Peloton and Fastly and I'm looking at them and they're following the back test as planned. And I'm like, I'm telling my friend Rob and I'm like, yo, I'm happy. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I finally found something a setup that I can use. I can go in there. I can't, I don't need anybody. I can go in there and I can make the trade my own. I can mm -hmm. follow your steps A to Z and I can plan my trade. As you said, 10 minutes a day, no hassle, no headaches, ain't got a stress. And he's like, for real. So no, I have him taking the previous course that I took because it laid a foundation for me. And I'm like, if you understand what these guys are teaching, then hop on over to Chris because these guys are going to lay a foundation with the little fundamentals like you know like the basics mm -hmm. and then you you when you transition over to chris then you will start understanding a little bit more so you know you put in the roof on now they build the foundation i did my little thing you put in the roof you know i'm eventually going to learn how to put some furniture in the house as you can see it's empty you know? <laughs> so so you know that's the goal man and um, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it and the way you teach it's simplified and um i ain't got to sit there and draw no trend lines i ain't got to look for um no breakout candlesticks like which candle is this at the end of the day is it a, a doji candle and i'm like i'll never learn to read candlesticks pattern like you probably know I, candlesticks better than i do at this point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like i literally I'm like, don't know anything about I'm like, them <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking i'm online on amazon looking for a good you know candlestick you know book to learn to read candles i'm like i'm not learning none of this stuff i'm just going to pay attention to what chris is doing I put the lines on there and dude, I take screenshots of them and I look at them every day because yesterday I was showing everybody, like I call all the guys because I have all the guys that come in the group is guys from my work. Mm. You know, you got Josh, Daniel, um, Chris and um, Rob, you know, they happen on the live when you have, I invite them over and they love it. You know, I cool. got everybody, you know, asking questions. Daniel is on there asking a lot of questions. He actually went and got trained spider. So slowly by slowly, you know, everybody's coming to the table and like, you know, want to learn because step-by-step step is no stress. Do you want to take this to the next level? Right. Type yes in the chat box if you're ready to take this to the next level, because I want to do something awesome for you today. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Would you like my help in implementing this in your trading? That's where the 10-minute trading room comes in. This is will allow you to finally live the life you have always dreamed being a trader would be. We have daily live video calls, daily trade alerts, daily new trade setups, daily portfolio updates, daily market analysis, daily trading psychology, which is so important. And everything we trade, we trade together. So it's like getting a call from me personally every trading day with what we're trading and why we're trading it, which is really the most important part, every trading day. Plus, you can get rid of all the fake gurus that you're still following on Twitter. I know I was really guilty of that. 
spending hours searching on YouTube for the next uh, YOLO stock, scrolling on Twitter. Everything we trade, we trade together. So as a member, you get everything. You get the daily video calls for free. Your membership includes the, va the daily video calls for free, the daily trade setups, the portfolio updates, market analysis, trading psychology, all that's included for free. And then every other Friday, just like you're doing right now, we do live training and Q&A sessions. Just like the one that you're watching right now. And we'll be building new courses together with your questions and your answers. That's so important to me. And these courses, like I said earlier on today, will be available for members only. You get to watch me personally showing you all the lessons that we use in these courses in our trading. You can ask me questions as you need, right? You get it all. He's showing you what's working today. And it's like an up-to-the-minute field report sent from the front lines of the cutting edge of trading. And then showing you how to model it in your trading fast. And the only way to have access like this would be if I were to sit in the same room with you and you were looking shoulder to shoulder or looking over my shoulder with me every single day. Now, here's what a few of our members have said, right? Robert's saying, your trainings and advice have accelerated my learning 10x. This allowed me to start doing things that were sometimes unthinkable. Listening to Chris is well worth your time, even if you're a seasoned investor. So who's this for? Well, it's for new traders. It's for experienced traders. It's for busy professionals, some side hustlers. Like I know I've got a couple of my 10-minute stock traders in there who are side hustlers. And then parents who just want to trade while their kids nap. And if you've never traded before, don't worry. <laughs> is it okay if I over-deliver? As a member, you're going to get everything. You're going to get the live training video calls, and you're going to get the live training every other week with me. And what else do you need to be successful? How about my flagship course, the AI Stock Trading System? And in this, we go step-by-step on step how to use artificial intelligence in your trading. And also, I'll throw in the Real Trades Case Study course. And the bullish, bearish, and neutral option strategy courses. So you'll be all set up there. And you're going to get all of that for free. As a member, you get everything included. That's the daily video calls, the live training and Q&A calls, and the full catalog of our best-selling courses. Okay? Well, I'm not. What else would you need to be successful? We have video courses. We have our private chat room. And you're going to be part of a small group of high performers that are across the world that share valuable information that the rest of the planet never discovers. You're going to get the latest cutting edge trading tactics and strategies before anyone else knows about them. Exactly. Like we talked about today, including the live video trade alerts, the live market analysis, the live portfolio analysis, the live trade setups, the live trading psychology, all of that is included and the live training and Q and a calls the live look over your shoulder trading setups live trading courses built with your questions and your answers. All of this is included as a member. You get all of this. Plus, I'm offering this now as a member. You're going to get at least one free one-on-one -on -one consultation like what we showed in Kavan's video. And this is coming from me. Who am I? Here's a little bit about me, right? I went straight to the pioneers of successful trading. I learned directly from world-famous market wizards and billionaire portfolio managers. And last year, the first year of implementing our strategy, we had a staggering 172.41% uh, return on the first year of execution. So I'm pretty pretty excited to share that with you, right? You're going to get all of this, including the private one-on-one -on -one consultation with me, total value $5,488, right? Now, if all this did was finally set you up to see how real traders are profitable, do you think that'd be worth it? 
if all this did was help you shortcut the Wall Street learning curve, which hurts so bad, skip all those costly mistakes that most traders make and take years to figure out, would it be worth that? If all this did would give, give you the ability to model our trades and cut out the garbage that you see on the internet, you know what I'm talking about, would it be worth that? So I had two choices. The first option was to go as cheap as possible to try and help, you know, everybody out there. But the thing is, is that there are lots of freebie-seeking knuckleheads, you know, the guys on Wall Street bets, right, that really shouldn't be trading anyways. But the second option, which we went with, is the little higher investment in yourself and the program. And in exchange, you get my time and my attention, and you're going to get you set up to get the success that you've always wanted. What would that one perfect trade be worth to you? Do you think that if you develop the trades like I did, you get the same results that I did? For the right person, this membership should pay you, clearly. If you're like most people, you would tell me you'd probably pay for years of membership with just the proceeds of one single trade. I know a couple of people have already done that. You'd probably tell me that everything else after that would just be gravy. And that's why I'm sending you our total trading system every month. Right. I want to make this an absolute no-brainer for you. And I take a lot of pride in helping our members win big and avoid the big losers too. And that's why this is worth $5,488 because you're here today. You're now officially a 10-minute stock trader. I'm going to give you a monster discount. Of course, I wouldn't ask you to pay $5,488. The monthly cost of being part of the 10-minute trading room is only $147. That's it. That's like four bucks a day if you think about it that way. You're going get to the, get the daily live video calls with me. You're going to get the live training and Q&A calls. You're going to get the full catalog of our best-selling courses. And you're going to get a private one-on-one consultation with me. Total value, $5,488. And the monthly cost, like I said, it's only $147. You can boil it down to four bucks a day. There's no contract. You can cancel at any time. You've got two choices, really. The first option is you do nothing and not take this leap of faith and continue to struggle, continue to search on YouTube, continue to search on Twitter, continue to listen to those fake gurus, the first option really is nothing changes. Or the second option, you invest in yourself. The second option is you learn how the market really works. The second option, you give yourself a shot. See if this works for you. Like I said, there's no contract. You can cancel at any time. But don't you think it'd be worth 147 to show me how we set up every single trade, every entry point and every exit point? And like Kavan said earlier, step by step with no stress. Do you think it'd be worth 147 for you to come spend an entire month right here sitting next to me looking over my shoulder on every trade we make? Well, that's pretty much what it's going to be exactly like. I'm going to walk you through every entry, every exit, and why we do everything. Personally showing you what's working and what's not. The daily trade alerts are meant to give you that exact same experience. And here's something else to consider. Do you think it'd be worth 147 to jump online with me twice a month to get all of your trading questions answered, right? If you have any questions, you just let me know. I got you. I'm here for you. I do this for you. That's what we do in the live training and Q&A calls. Plus, you can see your fellow members every day and you can ask them what's working for them, right? And any of those scenarios sound like it might be useful to you, then this is clearly a no-brainer. You can still keep all the courses for free no matter what. You're going to get the daily trade alerts. You're going to get the live training and Q&A calls, the full catalog for our best-selling courses, and best really of all is to get you set up for success, the private one-on-one consultation with me.
The work we do together can change everything. You know that. This can change your life. This is the wealth ripple effect that we're talking about. You'll be able to take our trade ideas and plug them into your account effortlessly because I show you exactly step by step. You connect with me and your fellow members on our live video calls every day. Help you get the guidance and the focus that you need. So take this offer and become a member today. Remember, you're under no obligation. You can cancel any time and you can still keep all the gifts for free. And here's a couple other bonuses I want to tell you about. One, or here's three fast action bonuses if you sign up today. I wrote the secret investing book and I want to send you an autographed copy in the mail plus the audiobook. I'm going to give you the step-by-step guide to our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy, which we use every single day. And finally, our top stock list, which we up, I update this every single day. So every day that you get this is exactly what we are doing in the trading room. So let me show you how to sign up real quick. Just go to 10minutetradingroom.com. Click this big blue button right here that says, click here to take the guesswork out of trading right now. Then you're going to go to the next page and it's going to ask you a couple of questions like your name, address and everything. Put in your credit card number to get started. Make sure that you put in your t-shirt size because I want to send you a hashtag 10 minute stock trader because you're going to be officially one of us, officially a 10 minute stock trader. So if you have any questions at all whatsoever, feel free to reach out to our team. We would love to help you out, love to get you set up and love to get you as part of the 10 minute trading room. Thank you everybody for coming today. I hope that this uh, was very enlightening, very useful, and I can't wait to see you inside the 10 minute trading room with us every single day. And in fact, later on today, as we make our trades. Thank you so much, hope to see you there. So yes, exactly. Thank you so much guys for coming today. I hope you took so many notes. Uh, I mean, what we went through is the entire entirety of what we do step-by-step step every day. This will be a private, uh webinar for our members uh after monday this will be just inside the trading room for them so if you get a chance to rewatch it or share it with your friends uh you've got from now until monday um otherwise i will see all of you later on today inside the 10 minute trading room and victor and maria we already have your mugs in the mail on the way uh april just texted me and said they're on their way so hopefully they'll get to you before too long thank you guys so much for coming today this was a really great opportunity to meet and share what, what I've learned with you. I hope you've learned a lot. And I'll see you all later today in the 10-Minute Trading Room. Talk then.